Hallelujah. Please be seated. God bless you. Hallelujah. Amen. I want to use this opportunity to welcome us once again to uh, the Redeemed Christian Church of God, Jesus House, Toronto. And uh, I believe that whether you are online or on-site, it is still the joy center. Amen. Because in the presence of the Lord, there is fullness of joy, and at his right hand, pleasures forevermore. So I believe that your joy will be full, your joy will remain, your joy would be exceedingly great in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Uh, this is the first day in the month of August, and I want to welcome you into the month of August. Congratulations to you, whether you are on-site or online. Congratulations. Uh, it is by the special grace of God that we have seen this month, and by the special grace of the Most High, we will partake of the fullness of it in the name of Jesus. None shall die, but we shall all live to declare the glory of God in the mighty name of Jesus. So I, I want you to be expectant. Uh, sometimes we enter into a new month and we're not expecting anything. I want you to be expectant. Uh, it is because God has a purpose to fulfill in your life that you are still standing. You are still very much alive. And allow God, let go and allow and let God, so that God will accomplish that which only him can do in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. One of the things I just want us to know is that whether we believe it or not, God is faithful. Whether you believe it or not, because he cannot deny himself. His faithfulness is part of him. Maybe, maybe I might make it a lot easier. Whether you believe it or not, the laws of gravity would apply. Am I correct? Whether you believe it or not, the laws of gravity will apply. Whether you believe it or not, the seasons will change. Whether you believe it or not, August will come every year. Whether you believe it or not, people die. The Bible says we shall all die. We shall all die. So now you want to ensure that you focus your belief in the right direction. And that's why we have been talking about faith. The Bible in Mark 9, uh, Mark 11, 22 says, have faith in God. Don't put your faith in anything but God. And as you put your faith in God, God would deliver because he is faithful. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, God, for this month of August. We thank you, God, for we are being led to continue in this month of August as being a month of harvest. You have given us seed. You have given us harvest. Father, we know, O oh God, that the faith of God to sow our seeds and the faith to bring in a harvest also comes from you. As we gather, oh God, open our eyes to see, open our ears to hear, open our hearts to receive, and open our lips to proclaim your glory. Thank you, oh God. 
In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Amen. Let, let's quickly look at the scripture, James chapter 1, verse 2 to 4. James chapter 1, verse 2 to 4. James, the brother of the Lord Jesus Christ, and also a practical Christian. He's an advocate for practical Christianity. As you hear the word of God, you want to ensure that it is not theory or book knowledge only. It is practical. Applying it to your situation and circumstances. The Christians were called Christian not because they said they were Christians in Antioch, but because they were Christ-like. They were practical in their living Christ-like. Let's look at James chapter 1, verse 2 to 4. It says, My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into various trials. Trials will come. Challenges will come. Verse 3 says, Knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience. Knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience. It means that your faith would be tested. And how is your faith tested? By the trials you go through. The challenges, the circumstances. As we are going through this pandemic, our faith is also being tested. And it says in verse 4, but let patience have its perfect work. Let patience, allow it, allow patience to have its perfect work that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. So what is the scripture saying is that when trials and challenges come, rejoice. Because God wants to work out something in your life. At the other side of the tunnel, God wants to bring out a better person. God wants to bring out the very best from you. Because when God allows pressure, the pressure is expected to bring the very best. Bring out your potentials. That you may fulfill purpose. You know, last week we, we talked about, uh, from the scriptures, Hebrews chapter 4, verse 2, we spoke about the gospel being preached to everybody, but the gospel did not, does not, or the word of God does not profit some, even though they heard it, does not profit some, because they did not mix it with the ingredient of faith. So it is important that you add faith to the word to bring forth profit, to bring forth testimony. If you do not add faith to the word, then there is no testimony. So I have an equation. Word plus faith equals profit. Word plus faith equals profit. Word plus faith equals profit. But as I pondered on this and looked at this scripture from uh, James chapter 1 verses 2 to 4, it tells me that there is another ingredient that some of us have forgotten. It says in verse 3, knowing that the testing
testing of your faith produces patience. So we want to be very practical so that people don't come and say, Pastor, I, I have, I believe, but nothing is happening. There are certain principles we want to ensure that we continue to apply because, not because man said it or pastor said it or anybody, but because it comes from the word of God. So we are going to add another equation. Word plus faith plus patience equals promises fulfilled. Results. Testimonies. And why are we adding patience? Because the Bible tells us that knowing that the testing of your faith, the testing of your faith, as your faith is being tested, patience will come out. As your faith is being squeezed, patience would have to come out. And it says in verse 4, but you, you, you and I must let patience have its perfect work. Because if we don't allow patience to have its perfect work, then we may not be perfect and we would also not be complete and we would lack a lot of things. Why? Because if you have faith and you do not have patience, then it means that if you do not get it now, 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 if you do not get what you want magically, if you do not get what you want instantly, if you do not want to get you what you want by that tried true testimony you want, then the likelihood is that you walk away from your blessings. Pastor, you don't understand. God says, wait. Pastor, you don't understand. All my friends are getting married. God says, wait. Oh, Pastor, you don't understand. All my friends have a job. You don't understand. God says, wait. Pastor, you don't understand. My junior brother is already ahead of me. God says, wait. And because you refuse to wait on the Lord, you refuse to walk in patience, then what happens? You give God a set time and say, God, if you don't deliver by Monday, they said, I, I, I'm walking away. I'm going for plan B. And you have lost that element. Um, what, why do we say that people, faith without patience causes people to be impatient with God and walk away from the word of God? The Bible says, in his time, not your time, he makes all things beautiful. No matter how impatient you are for, for, uh, for winter to come, it will go through the process of time. If a person has been waiting for the fruit of the womb, uh, womb for so long, no matter how impatient, there has to be some months to process. God is a God of process. And the blessings come with time. Not your time, not my time. The blessings come with God's time. Because in his time, because he has set a time for everything. And when the time and season comes, you will share your testimony. Then let's just look at patience. You have patience, but you haven't got faith. You're very patient. 
or you do not believe God can do. So it means that what you have entered into is in the, you have entered into the element of hope. You have patience. You are just waiting and waiting and waiting and hoping something would happen. And some of us might find ourselves in that situation. We have been waiting for years. We are patient, but we do not believe God can do it. We are just hoping that something will just happen. I don't know what you are waiting. I think it would happen, but you just think something would happen. That is the realm of hope. You are just hoping. And it is just, in future, maybe something would happen. Let's look at what the Bible says concerning uh, patience. James chapter 5 verse 7 and 8. James chapter 5 7 and 8. My prayer is that you would add this, the word of God. You add your faith to the word and you add patience to your faith. The Bible says in, I believe in uh, Isaiah 40, 31, they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. Isaiah 40, 31, they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall be mounted upon wings like eagles. They shall run and they shall not weary. They shall walk and they shall not faint. Why? Because you are waiting for God to do what he says. And I believe the hour or the time to favor you has come. Whether you believe it or not, God himself will do that which he says he will do in your life. Let's look at James chapter 5 verse 7 and 8. James chapter 5 verse 7 and 8. It says, therefore be patient, brethren, until the coming of the Lord then the word now refers you to a practical example. See how the farmer waits for the precious fruit of the earth, waiting patiently for it until he receives the early and latter rain. Verse 8, you also be patient. Establish your hearts for the coming of the Lord is at hand. You also be patient. Even as the farmer is waiting, you have to wait so that the harvest would be ready. It will be ripe. You cannot harvest before the season of harvest. You have to be patient. And as I said in the beginning, you are not just being patient because you are hoping. You are being patient because you are waiting upon the Lord. You know that God has already done it. Faith means that God has already done it in the spiritual realms. And you know that it is already settled. Patience means that you are waiting for God to make it manifest physically. If you know that God has already done it in the spiritual realms and you are not patient, then you will not wait for the physical manifestation of what you are trusting God for. James says, look at the farmer. The farmer cannot decide to begin to harvest at the very beginning. He has to wait. Each time he comes out to look at his crops, he has to determine, is it ripe enough for harvest? 
He cannot be impatient about the process because God is a God of process and that which God wants to deliver is in a it's in a process and you want to ensure that you are properly positioned so that when the process is concluded, you can easily partake of what God has already settled. Let's look at Psalm 40 verse 1 to 3. Psalm 40 verse 1 to 3. And this is speaking to someone. I believe someone needs to wait for God because you have received that word. Abraham received that word. Yes, that he will be a father of nation, but he had to wait for the manifestation. And the Bible says in, uh, I believe, uh, Genesis 21 verse 1 and 2, it says, God visited Sarah as he has said and did unto Sarah as he has spoken, there is a time for visitation. And I believe that God himself would determine the time for visitation. I don't know what you are expecting. But I want to congratulate you wherever you are. Congratulations. Congratulations. But one of the things I want to encourage you is don't walk away from your blessing. What the Spirit laid upon my heart is a lot of parties have faith, but they don't have the patience. And when they do not see the manifestation, now, now, they walk away from it. The Bible tells us that when the angel appeared unto Daniel, Daniel had been praying for 21 days. He had been fasting and praying, but the angel said from the very first day you set your heart to pray, God has already answered your prayers. But Daniel persisted in a place of prayer and fasting. Why? Because he was patiently waiting for a manifestation. And it came to pass and because God is no respecter of persons, God's miracles are repeatable. Yours would also come to pass in the name of Jesus Christ. Look at what the psalmist says in Psalm 40 verse 1 to 3. It says, I waited patiently for the Lord. I waited patiently for the Lord. Not man, not pastor. I waited patiently for the Lord. Not that uncle, not that relative. I waited patiently, not that friend. Because my hope is in the Lord. And the psalmist says, and inclined to me and heard my cry. I don't know whether this scripture is talking to someone, but wait patiently for the Lord. He will incline unto you. He will hear your cry. And the psalmist says, he also brought me up out of a horrible pit, out of the miry clay, and set my feet upon a rock, and established my steps. He has put a new song. This is a new month. And you will receive that new song in your mouth in the name of Jesus Praise to our God. Many will see my testimony and fear. They will reverence God and they will trust in the Lord. Because if God has done it for A, has done it for B, he's a righteous God, he will do it for you also. But as the psalmist says, wait for him. I waited patiently. Because if God says he will visit, then he will visit. How many of us have had, uh, whether, whether Rogers or, or Enbridge or, or the Korea company say they are coming? And usually I find it very funny. When they say they are coming, they tell you they are coming between 8 a.m. 8 a.m. and 6 p.m. <laughs> Quite frustrating. It means that that day is gone. What do you do when they say they are coming between 8 a.m. and whatever time? Do you go and sleep? 
Do you go visit someone else? Do you go to work and come back? You would wait patiently, especially if what you are waiting is important. Every time you hear a knock on the door or the bell ring or you hear a, drive, a vehicle come right to the front of your house, you're going to, because you are patiently waiting. Because something is to be delivered to you. So if the word of God says that this is what you are expected to receive, then you are expected to patiently wait. You don't go, you don't go somewhere else. You don't go to sleep. You don't get distracted. You want to ensure that your focus is on God. Let's look at Romans chapter 15, verse 4 and 5. Romans chapter 15, verse 4 and 5. And it encourages us to add the ingredients of patience to our faith. We'll soon be rounding up so that we can pray because we need to position ourselves. And that's why the Lord is saying that this month also will be a month of harvest. So if you have not received the fullness of your harvest in the month of July, yet there is another opportunity. And I believe that you will not be left empty-handed. I said you will not be left empty-handed in the mighty name of Jesus. Uh, look at what Romans chapter 15 uh, verses 4 and 5 says. And some of these principles uh, are keys to the kingdom. God has given us keys to the kingdom. And the Bible says whatsoever we bind on earth will be bound in heaven. Whatever we lose on earth will be loosed in heaven. If you know that you have been given the keys then when you get to your door you do not have to bother to begin to check because you know the key for your door. You know the key for for your vehicle, you know the key for your office, you know the key for your locker, you are able to identify the keys because they belong to you. And the earlier you identify the keys, the earlier you save yourself time because at every point in time, you know the principles to apply in that situation and your testimony will be complete in Jesus' name. Let us look at Romans chapter 15, verses 4 and 5. It says, for whatever things were written before, were written for our learning. Everything has been written for us to be able to move forward. It says that we, through patience and comfort of the scripture, might have hope. Through patience and comfort of the scripture, through patience and the word in the scripture, we are able to partake of what God has already promised us and we will partake of it in Jesus' name. Verse 5 says, Now may the God of patience and comfort grant you to be like-minded towards one another according to Christ." Jesus. So we are expected to be like-minded, having faith and also having patience because as we connect these two ingredients to the word of God, you would come and share your testimonies in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. I don't know whether there's anyone trusting God for just one thing this month. If you are such a person, I want you just to rise up wherever you are. You've been waiting for this. You've been waiting. You've been waiting. But God tells me that it is time to favor you. 
It is time to beautify you. And your testimony is not for you. It's for others to see your, and hear your testimony and be provoked. You know, when God gives testimony, it's to provoke the faith of others. Jesus Christ said to Simon, 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 Satan has asked to sift you as a wheat, but I have prayed for you that your faith will not fail. And when you are converted, strengthen your brethren because your testimony is not just for you. Your being blessed is not just to bless you, it's to make you a blessing because someone is going to hear your story and say, if God can do it for this person, then my turn has come. You know, where, where we come from, you know, one of the things we usually, back in Nigeria, one of the things we usually use in encouraging each other that, uh, those days is uh, when people are trusting God for something and all you need to do is to encourage them that God, listen, this person was, Brother John was in the same situation. See what God has done. That is enough to lift you up. And provoke your faith that, that God is a righteous God. God is a faithful God. God is a dependable God. God is a reliable God. If he has done it for brother John, then he will do it for me. I need to continue to wait for God. No plan B. Just God. I want you to lift up your hands, whether you are on site or online. Just lift up one to God. You know, the psalmist says, I, 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 I waited patiently for the Lord. What I, why I'm asking you to lift up your hands is to just purpose in your heart. Tell God that you have no plan B. The psalmist says, I waited patiently for the Lord. What was he saying? Lord, I have no plan B. You are above all. It is only you that can do this because you are the only one that can perfect it. Yes, the Bible says when you go through trials, rejoice because the one that keeps you neither sleeps nor slumbers. The one that keeps you is able to do all things. For with God, all things shall be possible. The psalmist says, I waited patiently for him. And that is a word for you. Wait for the Lord. Don't go for the substitute. The original is in the hands of God. The substitute will fail you, but the original will not fail you. And the psalmist says, I cried out unto the Lord. And he inclined his ear unto me and he heard me. I want you to just lift up that one thing unto the Lord. Without your presence, we are not going forward. Without you, we can do nothing. I want you to just lift up that thing. You know what you deserve, the Lord. You know. But God himself wants to use that same thing, that trial, that challenge. He wants to use it to glorify his name. Whatever the enemy wants to use to mock you, God will use that same thing to cause you to rejoice. Whatever the enemy wants to use to put a stop to your, your progress, God will use the same thing to move you forward. Whatever the enemy wants to use to bury you, God will use that same thing to lift you up because he is the almighty God. I want you to lift up your hands and I believe that as we have our second service, 
you would already be thanking God because faith is, it is settled. When the woman with the issue of blood received her, her healing, it is not because she went to the doctors to check. She knew that it was settled. She knew that it was settled. I want you to just cry out unto the Lord concerning that matter. And say, Lord, I believe. Lord, I believe. I believe. I believe. I believe. I believe. I believe that your word will not lie. I believe that your word will come to pass. I believe that I have received it. I believe by faith that this will come to pass. I believe I will share my testimony. I believe that you have already settled it. Indeed, you will do exceeding abundantly above anything I can ever think or ask. I believe that what you have given me will provoke the faith of others because they will see and say, this is God. This is the Lord's doing and it is marvelous in our sight. Father, we thank you, God. We bless your name. Thank you for the new song that you put upon the lips of your children. On site, online, they will share their testimony. All the glory, all the honor, all the praises belongs to you. As we add faith and patience to your word. Father, we know, oh God, not only will it come to pass, it will be fully established in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, oh God. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen.